So next we are going to do our DBS Bible study. Uh, on your table there are a couple of uh, printed sheets. I've nicked one from that table over there, which is here in my hand, so I'll give it back to you in a sec. I'm just going to read out the parable that we're looking at today. It's a parable of the sower, and it's going to come up on the screen for us. So, one day, Jesus told a story in the form of a parable to a large crowd that had gathered from many towns to hear him. A farmer went out to plant his seed. As he scattered it across his field, some seed fell on a footpath where it was stepped on and the birds ate it. Other seed fell among rocks. It began to grow, but the plants soon wilted and died for lack of moisture. Other seed fell among thorns that grew up with it and choked out the tender plants. Still other seed fell on fertile soil. This seed grew and produced a crop that was a hundred times as much as had been planted. When he said this, he called out, anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is God's word. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message only to have the devil come and take it away from their hearts and prevent them from believing and being saved. The seeds on the rocky soil represent those who hear the message and receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they believe for a while, then they fall away when they face temptation. The seeds that fell among the thorns represent those who hear the message, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the cares and riches and pleasures of this life, and so they never grow into maturity. And the seed that fell on the good soil represents honest, good-hearted people who hear God's word, cling to it, and patiently produce a huge harvest. So the questions on your table are the same as they usually are with the DBS Bible study. And it's great to do because actually uh, every Bible story tells us a different image of God. It's like a diamond where you see like a different facet of God and who he is. And as we look in the Bible, we see different points of, and different images of God. So it's amazing to do. But yeah, the questions are, what does the passage say about God? What does the passage say about mankind? Who, uh, what do I need to do about it? And is there anyone I need to tell? So we are going to have... 10, is it 10 minutes for the Bible study? 10 minutes. And then Emma's going to come for your feedback afterwards. So, yeah, have a chat, work out what you're going to say. Great. Okay, it's fine. That's okay. Thank you. Um, so, uh, we're going to do it remotely. So, I'm going to go to who's looking away? Who's, which table shall I go first? Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's come to you guys first. Can you, um, somebody with a loud voice, just give us a bit of a headline about what you guys have been talking about? Your standout points that you talked about. Okay, Lizzie. Okay, it's fine. You you start, and then we'll we'll sort out the tech. Um, God um God gives us choices, and God is the sower. Um, for the second um question, we we discussed about how mankind has choices, and and it depends on what you choose. But God is always hoping that we choose the right path. 
for question, um, for question three, um, we discussed that we need to put in the effort, um, not just in God, but in every aspect of our lives, and let um, his word um, grow in us. And for the fourth question, we um, wrote down um, that we should tell everyone and encourage everyone to hold the word of God steadfast in their hearts. Well done. Can we have a hand? That was great. Well done for, for sharing that. Anil? So uh, we're talking about various things, but um, one that jumped out was um, the seeds that fell among, among the thorns and were crowded out by the cares and riches and pleasures of this life. And just being alert to what uh, the devil is subtly attacking, uh, or his subtle attacks, um, the sort of promoting the material things, uh, sowing lies, and to be aware of those and rejecting those um, so that we're keeping our soil good. Um, and then, but supporting each other in that as well. So who do we need to tell actually one another? Might not be directly, let's look at this passage, but it's in the constant encouraging one another, supporting one another, um, you know, acting on if the Spirit's telling you to challenge somebody on something um, and making sure that our soil is good. Yes, I, thank you. That's great. That's great. To being aware of the enemy and... and uh, 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 just uh, encouraging and supporting each other to cling to the word. Brilliant. We talked about the, the taught parts where the word of God is being, did not allow to go into maturity. And we tried to link it to the present day living. You know, the cost of living is on increase. So if we allow such news or what is going on around us, if we focus on that, there is no way that we will allow the word of God to grow because it will bring fear. And even the, you know, we, are not of, we have a lot of promises in the Bible. God promised us that it will be with us and it will, it will provide for us. But if we look around with what is going on around us, that thing, if we allow the news or the care of this world, it won't allow that word of God to, I mean, to go into maturity in our lives. And I think that uh, we as Christians, we should, we should allow that word to go into maturity. Because if we didn't allow it, then there won't be any difference between us and the unbelievers. What, as they are shouting, we too, we are shouting. It's true that the cause of things were on increase, but as a believer, we should rest and trust that God will help us, despite the situation or what. So we, if we allow that word of God to grow in, in, in us, this will help us. But if we, if we are looking around, looking, I mean, listening to the news, it will, that word of God will not grow into maturity. And I think that's what really, it's really blessed me. That's, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. Okay. Let's come to this table. Who wants to share from this table? Okay, so uh, for our group, I think the biggest thing that we looked at was, uh, was... No, but all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the cares and riches 
and, and pleasures of this life. So we're looking at how, you know, we will not let the cares and the riches of this world gain to us. And then per our discussion, we agree that if we believe in God, then we believe in what his word says, then we would hold on to the promises so that our cares will not really affect, you know, what the word of God says in our lives. Yeah. But also that God gives the opportunity to everyone. He gives God's word to everyone. And it's also, it's our choice to whether we choose that or not. And that if we do choose it, it says the word will cling to it and it will be patient. That it won't be an instant fix if we do listen to the word of God. But it will be a, a long process. And that uh, when you plant the seed, it doesn't grow, grow into a tree overnight. That it takes many years to become a tree. So. Okay, we're need to just press on with because we're running out of time a little bit so if you can give us your headlines like double speed who's going to talk um the sower was doing his job his job was to sow and so that's what he did and he didn't get distracted when the seed fell in the wrong places he just kept on sowing and in a sense it's not our we don't have to worry about whether people take hold of the message immediately because it can be that later on they come back and, and we don't necessarily know that and again we looked at the last verse which was mentioned just now and um, the fact that we are to cling to God's word we're to cling to God in our lives and if we focus on him then yes there'll be difficulties but he's with us through them that's great this table Um, so we, uh, I think most of what we've talked about, other tables have already covered, but uh, for question one, we said um, God speaks and seed gets scattered, um, and God, uh, we talked about how God cares about everyone, and the seed goes everywhere to everyone, um, and for, so that means for question two, everyone gets the opportunity uh, to respond, and God knows how we will respond. We, um, talked a bit about Calvinism. <laughs> um, and uh, then, uh, yeah, um, yeah, we're all different, but God and his uh, truth um, and who he is is constant. Um, and we talked about whether is this, obviously the primary application of this is about salvation, but there's also elements in there about um, staying the course and investing and not just going, oh, I'm saved and then forgetting about it. Brilliant. Okay, two tables left. So I need super speed, super speed um, headlines. Who am I going to go to? Do you want to go? Shall I go? Okay, so, um, so something in interesting about the ca cares of, of uh, the, the world and deceitfulness of riches, the, that there can be trial for believers in blessing and that you you could be very blessed but it's easy to not depend on god and go after the riches so so god can try people in those situations the the one who's who's bearing fruit it's it's the heart condition which which comes through god refining the person and uh, and, and repentance and and trial as well that, that, that God tests the genuineness of, of people's faith. And then patience. Patience comes from waiting before the Lord. Headlines. Great. Thank you. Brilliant. Headlines. 
we were talking a bit more about gardening um, and like seed needs water to grow, seed needs um, to be in the right soil, etc. Um, talking about seed maybe being like the Holy Spirit, um, but also God's where God sows the seed everywhere. It doesn't discriminate. Someone has already said that. Um, but maybe we need to get caught up in like the Holy Spirit and be blown into better soil and thrive in better places. Thank you very much. Did I miss anyone out? No. Amazing. Amazing. Well, when uh, we did this Bible study, so what happens is we, we uh, Anil and Lizzie and I sit and have dinner together and then we do this Bible study and, and it's really interesting to see like, what comes out like a week ago and what comes out today and it's just really exciting to see how God's speaking. And um, some of the things that that I noticed when I was looking at this was this word scatter. I was thinking, why did the sower scatter the seeds instead of plant them one by one? Like, why did they do that? Um, and I was sort of thinking about it. And, you know, my dad likes to do gardening. He doesn't have a lawn anymore. He has an allotment in his garden. Um, and that's what he likes. And he goes and he, he's very careful about how he plants the seeds and the seedlings and how he does all of that. And I know we've got other gardeners in here who do that kind of thing, who grow stuff from seed. So I was like, why, did, why does the farmer scatter? And it's partly to do with, it spoke to me about the volume of seed that you need. How they used to do it in those times, in Bible times, was the farmer would have like a sack of seed and they'd walk through and they'd be throwing the seed from the sack, hand in, throw it, hand in, throw it. And they might have prepared the ground, but it wasn't necessarily that they always prepared the ground. And the kind of ground that Jesus was talking about had like a thin surface of soil, but underneath was really rocky. In fact, there's some kind of like Middle Eastern proverb. You know how we might say stuff about um, parts of the UK? Like, so we, so for those of you from the UK, we might say things like um, about, oh, Grimsby, that's where all the fish comes from, right? That's a silly example, but it isn't. But that's, you know, we might say that. I used to live in Grimsby, that's why I said that. But um, what, there's, a, there's like, a middle, like a Middle Eastern kind of phrase or saying that says that that part of the country where Jesus was walking is where all of the rocks of the world were put. And what it's saying is that the soil is just really, really rocky. Everywhere you go, there's loads and loads of rock. And so it's a real, it would have made sense to the people who were standing on that ground, listening to Jesus, that the ground that he was talking about, it would have made sense. They would have been looking around and seeing the different kinds of ground that he was talking about. But the idea of scattering means that every possible piece of soil is going to be exposed to seed, like a seed is going to land in every possible area. And it is right that some are going to land in areas and they're not going to grow, but some are also going to land in areas that they can grow. So that got me thinking about the soil and how this, what this thin layer of soil was. And the farmer might take out the obvious stones, but they're, they're not going to be able to see the ones that are under the surface. 
And like as we've talked about today, the soil is about our hearts. So the, the seed is about the kingdom. It's about the, the gospel. It's about that message of knowing who Jesus is. And we might have experienced times when, we, when that was shared to us and we didn't really respond to it. But we might also know that it was, it was shared to us and there was a moment where it, it hit our hearts and it took root and it grew and here we are today. And um, the different kinds of soil is like different kinds of hearts. So as the farmer would have been walking and spreading the seed, there would have been birds around. Think seaside, seagulls and chips. Yeah, you know that kind of terror that takes you when you're sitting and you've got a few of your lovely meal that you've had on the seaside, you've got a few chips left and they start circling and they start coming up to you and looking at you. Maybe it was a bit like that. Maybe they're circling and the seed's being scattered and behind the farmer there's the birds and they're picking up all the seed that's fallen onto the ground where they can see it. The gospel is shared, it doesn't take root, it's a hard heart, that soil is like a hard heart and the birds get to feast on the seed and it's like, that's like when people hear the gospel but they're focused on other things and they don't respond. Another part of the soil that spoke to me was this, um, the soil about the thorny, thorny ground. That's like the crowded heart and that came out a few times in a few of the conversations. This idea that there's the seeds and the, and the thorn, thorny ground is like competing for the nutrition that's in the soil. And that can be the battle that we're going through. The things of the world can compete for our attention and the things of God. And we were talking on our table about how, how, do, you, how do you handle that? How do you do that? Um, you, it's, it's a hard battle, isn't it? We go through seasons where we can be distracted and then we can go through seasons where we're focused. But basically there are seasons to that and we grow in that. And this whole idea of seasons spoke to me as well. This, this thing of how in this situation, in this, in this parable, we see the seed being eaten by the birds and off it goes. But that isn't it. In the next season, the whole nature of it being a, a farming um, story means that there are seasons. So the farmer will come back and the farmer will sow the seed again. And when it does, maybe he might have taken out a rock that he didn't take out before. And maybe that part of ground will now bear fruit and will now grow. So it's an encouragement for us to keep going with our friends and with people around us and with, us, with our own hearts. Just keep, keep leaning into God. Keep sharing his, his love. Keep, keep going into work or into school or into places and living your life for Jesus. And that is like a way of scattering seed, just again and again. And the last thing I wanted to share was just a story, really, about, um, about this time where, you know, this thing about um, how our hearts can get hard sometimes. So uh, a few, uh, quite a few years ago, um, Anil was made redundant, and... We, um, it was really tough. The kids were little, 
he was out of work for about six months. It was, we were almost at the point where we couldn't pay our mortgage. It was, it was gonna, it was quite a serious situation and quite a scary situation. But we got through it and it was amazing. But not too many years after that, it happened again. And I found that that was the point where my heart got a little bit hard. Because we got through the last time and I was saying to God, I don't wanna go through this again. I really don't want to go through this again. That was really hard. It was really painful. You were good and you got us through, Lord. And we learned so much about relying on you. Why do we need to learn it again? <laughs> Just being honest. Why do we need to do this again, Lord? What is, why? Why do we need to do this again? I was cross. And um, I remember coming out and the year the, in the years when... Um, the kids were really little and so we'd been doing like growing vegetables and doing some stuff it was really fun we, used, we grew some potatoes in some buckets and we grew some tomatoes and um, I went out I remember going out and um, praying and just being really cross with God and then I saw suddenly I was aware of this plant that had grown up now anyone who's been to our house knows that our um, patio is a bit cracked and a bit old and probably needs replacing and it has gaps between the um, tiles or whatever they're called, slabs and um, a plant was growing through the gap and I was like oh there's a plant and then a few days later I went out and there was a flower on the plant now I'm not a gardener really didn't really know what the plant was but then another week later we're going through this I'm still processing it I'm still asking God why what's going on and then there's a tomato on the plant. And out of nowhere, that tomato seed must have been in that gap. And out of nowhere, God made it grow. Because the potential for growth was in the seed. And that's what we need to get out of this, is the potential, the important bit out of this is the seed. The, the potential for growth is always in the seed. It's not the soil that makes it grow necessarily. The soil gives the environment and the conditions, but the energy and the potential is in the seed. And it's a bit like that quiz that we did. We didn't always know what the seeds were until we saw the fruit or until we saw the seeds. And that's what it's like for people. As we walk through our lives and we allow the, the seeds of the gospel to grow in us, people see God the seeds are supposed to point to God. And we're, that's what our lives are supposed to do. So as we, as we grow and as we, as we you know, help our soil to be, help our hearts to be open and help our hearts to be receiving God, we display God to others. And I think that's what I really want us to think about today. So we've got a craft that we're going to do. And it's about a response to that. It's about us thinking about what kind of soil are we and what kind of, what kind of plants do we want to grow. So there's a, there's a tray for every table. And what we're going to do is we're going to get a paper cup. If there aren't enough cups on your tray, um, I've got some more and there's some on other tables. So you can get a cup. And on it you can draw what kind of soil you want to be. So I've drawn little plants because I want to be soil that plants can take root in and can grow and then what we're going to do is we've got some cotton wool pre-soaked cotton wool we're going to put some cotton wool
probably one piece, maybe one and a bit, in the bottom of the cup. Then we've got some seeds. We've got some seeds to plant. I might let you guess what they are, but it's going to grow into something that you can eat. Put in a sandwich, maybe with some egg. Little clue. Little clue. Um, and you can put sc scatter some seeds. And then we've got um, a lolly stick. And what I'd like you to do with a lolly stick is I'd like you to write out a prayer. So I put, thank you for your word that brought me life. Give me eyes to see and ears to hear you, Lord. That's my prayer. So everyone, uh, somebody from each table come and get a tray. And that's what we're going to do for the last 15 minutes. We're going to put some music on. And that's going to be our response. We're going to sow some seeds and we're going to pray and we're going to try and together as, as groups on the table, just try and um, respond to that idea of the soil. Okay? Do you want to come and get a tray? Lord, I just want to thank you for this morning. I want to thank you for the way that you've spoken to us through your word, Lord, that everyone can make a response and lord these prayers that we're writing on our lolly sticks lord I, I thank you that when we come to you and we look to you lord you do incline your ear lord you hear those prayers that we're writing you hear the cries of our hearts and lord i pray that as in this week ahead we would we would know you more and that our hearts would become fertile ground for your gospel to grow and take root even more and lord help us to be those that sow seeds into others lord that scatter seed wherever we go for your glory in jesus name amen so feel free to finish your projects but also we just want to be aware of uh, those with young ones and who might have had enough and uh, we just yeah thank you so much for being with us um, it's been great to just be together as a family today and um, yeah, when you're finished with your art or your craft projects, if you just want to dump everything onto the tray and maybe bring it to the front and then we can clear it away. Thank you so much. Have a great week.